Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Garabba, Jordan. Sure. This is the last week of this Garabba t-shirt that we made. So they are for sale at topatico.com. Yeah. You can get a t-shirt that reminds you to... G. G. Get help. A. A. Assess the situation. R. Read read up up on it. it. Yeah. A. Assess the situation again. B. Wait. Yeah, okay. B. Uh, Be prepared. No, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And finally, A. Abstinence. Yeah, there you go. Great. Go grab it. That's what you're doing. Dave, you have not been introduced. I couldn't help it. I couldn't <laughs> help People but cry out. People are so I, upset right now. I, I, the the Garaba message <laughs> resonates with me so deeply that I just couldn't yeah. keep it to myself. Do you have any idea how disconcerting it is for a podcast listener mm-hmm. to hear a voice in their ear right. that is completely unrecognizable, completely that, unknown to them? That is the name on the thing that they click to listen to it. <laughs> this could oh, A lot of people blindly grope at their phone. Oh, do they really? When, yeah, I mean, I've talked to a lot of listeners out there. A lot of blind gropers? Yeah, a lot of blind gropers. That's how they yeah. ended up subscribing to Jordan Jesse Go. It's not like people are going into iTunes and typing in Jordan Jesse Go. Bring oh. me the latest from Jesse Thorne, that guy with the NPR show that runs Sunday nights at 10 on my local station, If I'm Lucky, and Jordan Morris, that guy that's been on uh, At Midnight twice. Yeah. Uh, that would be an odd search. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is long. I have it's two interests. Long. I feel like there are things you could lose from That's one of those grandma yeah. searches. Yeah. <laughs> Siri, bring me the podcast with that guy, Jesse Thorne, who has a, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think that's how I'm going to start referring to my fans. Mm-hmm. Blind gropers. Blind gropers. <laughs> hey, it's going to hey, give a gropers. shout out to all the blind gropers out there. I should stop talking though, shouldn't I? Our no, guest, no, no, no. You've started guest. talking now, huh? Now Bro- continue talking. the seal. Okay. Our guest <laughs> this week on the program. Now I'm going to have to piss all over the place. Our guest this week on the program, not just a beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest, although mm-hmm. that's how he introduces himself at parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not just, resume. not just a, a writer of columnettes for Esquire. Sure. Not just the host of MaximumFun.org's very own podcast, International Waters. Also true. The intercontinental batter, battle for pop culture supremacy. Mm-hmm. But now, the, I can only presume, best-selling author of Party of One. Yes. A charming, delightful, and hilarious memoir of oh. growing up Dave. Yep. In St. Louis and Environs. <laughs> that's how you publish it. Yeah, yeah. That's the A subtitle. A delightful yeah. memoir uh-huh. of growing up day. Memoir, yeah. Spelled phonetically. In St. Louis and Environs. Mm-hmm. Also spelled phonetically. Welcome to the program, Dave. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the program. Thanks. I don't think you actually said my name. Dave Holmes. Dave Holmes is his name. Yeah, yeah. Did I not? You did actually not not get to that. It could be any Dave. There's so many Daves out there. Probably Dave from the movie Dave. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Any of the Daves you know, you know. Mm -hmm. What do you think would happen if you watched the movie Dave? Mm -hmm. Never seen it. Now in 2000, you can still speculate on this. Mm-hmm. You are as qualified are you as anyone else. familiar with the general else. premise yeah, that it's about the president's much. doppelganger? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you watched Dave 2016, what would your reaction be? 
Jordan, I'm going to oh. go to you first. Have you seen the movie, Dave? I have seen the movie, Dave. And Did I you have... once catch a fish that was this big? <laughs> I, have, I think I, I remember going to see Dave in theaters with mom. Right. It's a fun movie to see with mom uh-huh. because there's not too much kissing uh-huh. that'll make you embarrassed Gross. that you're with your mom. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Dave is a – Dave is just a fucking TBS movie. So I think I have watched, you know – 20-minute chunklets of Dave uh, for the past, I'm going to say, 15 to 20 it do- years. It does feel like a movie that goes directly to one of those kinds of stations. Yeah, yeah. You know, a sure. USA maybe. Something around real... Channel 22. Sure. Channel 22 to 46. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a white baby's kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it trends uh, on white Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll it'll be interrupted by ads for uh, awnings. Yeah, sure. Things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a, a nice, uh, a nice nonstick pan that's oh. maybe made of clay. Look what I can do with chocolate. Sure, and, it, and nothing, and nothing happens. Watch me melt these peppermints. Oh, and it proves something mm-hmm. about this pan. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I there, there was a, uh, there used to be an info uh, like it back in the day when mm-hmm. there were fewer cable options and certainly nothing that you could binge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really into infomercials. Yeah, and there was one for the Ronco food dehydrator, mm-hmm. where you can make you know you can make your dried apricots. A you can truly make, you know, your classic jerky. infomercial product. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And of course, it was you know it was a show. It was amazing inventions or whatever, and it was the same woman hosting all of them. But I, the thing that I remember most from this one is that there was a woman, kind of a kindly old woman, who was like, "I have grandchildren, and uh, and when my grandchildren ask if uh, they can come over, the first thing they ask is." Uh, is are you going to dry some apricots? And because we don't want to come over unless you dry some apricots. And there's just sadness in her eyes, yeah. like she knows that their love now, is conditional. And then they say, if if there's not apricots, they say, get to removing the moisture from that fruit, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Do uh, it. I like it. Right. Are They're we going right. fishing? And fuck you if I have to carry any pole bigger than pocket size. <laughs> I like the idea that maybe. The Amazing Inventions series was just all shot over the course of a day. I bet it was. And Popeil uh-huh. and his lady co-host yep. just doing blow, yeah. making episodes I believe and it. That, have, that are still running on late night TV today. Are just the product of that one oh, cocaine-fueled sure. afternoon. Just doing it. blow and spinning chickens. Sure, exactly. The, 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 the female co-host, I love, I don't remember her name, but I loved her because she was so adamant about not believing the thing at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. She's like, no. Fuck you, no, Ron. No. Fuck you. No, I know how long it takes to, to rotisserie a chicken. Sure. I, I, I can't get it done. You I can't are get a liar. 11, right. Look, I didn't just roll in here on the chicken hick train, you fucking asshole. Yeah. You fuck with a Listen. weird name? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was uh, – yes, I was shocked to learn that I can make paninis at home, uh, uh, an item that I had only formally been able to get while vacationing on the French Riviera. Sure. <laughs> but I will not believe you on this chicken matter. Yeah. And then he really fucking showed her, didn't I, absolutely. he? Absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. Faced. Yeah. You could you – could, you could, uh, Make an egg in all kinds of different ways. I yeah. kind of ran out of popiel things. I guess I kind But there of was too. some egg. There was some egg situation, yeah. right? Where you like, like poach an egg real quick or something. I don't know. Yeah. Pocket Fisherman is the central. Pocket Fisherman? Sure. Oh, really? That's the central popiel product. I'll be darned. That's like the, that's the iconic product that made his name. Really? Certainly. Did he sell a lot more Showtime rotisseries later mm. on in his career? Maybe. Yeah, but there's no Ronco product from my perspective. Maybe. Like the Pocket Fisherman, a tiny folding fishing pole. <laughs> what's, uh, what's our take on uh, Richard Simmons right now? 
Speaking oh, of infomercials, so this, where is he now? There's, is he there's still, controversy. Yeah, yeah, so I guess we'll, I've we'll heard, start to my I've we'll start heard, to my right. I've heard a few news items. Uh-huh. Uh huh. R. E. Simmons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, who I've always enjoyed. I mean, I've never sweated to the oldies, but I remember uh, always like circling it in the newspaper when I saw he was going to be on Letterman because I liked how Letterman was oh, mean to him. Yeah, and because he he seemed both genuinely unhinged mm-hmm. and sincerely charming. In a really remarkable, yeah. it's really amazing that he, the extent to which he combined those two things. Yeah. Like, it did not seem to be an act that he was a madman. No. But at the same time, he is, I don't know if he is now that he's, and we'll get into this secret jail that he's being held in <laughs> yeah. potentially. Yeah. yeah. But he is like, on Letterman, mm-hmm. he, he is super charming. Oh, sure. In a way that, like, when Jungle Jack Hanna is on there, y- you just want to watch Letterman mock Jungle Jack Hanna because Jungle Jack Hanna seems like kind of a dick. Sure. Sure. But he's a know it all. Richards, and when he actually doesn't know anything, yeah. <laughs> not an actual scientist in any way. Yeah, I think he's, he's, I think he's seeing those animals uh, five minutes before he goes to air. Yeah, just a guy who owns a safari jacket. Yeah, well, all right. But, Agree to disagree. But uh, <laughs> Richard Simmons. You've been on safari with Jungle Jack Hannon. He uh, saves several you from times. a rampaging hippo. Yes, of course. Uh, do you see any marks on me? No, you do no, not. You're no not. hippo yeah. marks. <laughs> Richard Simmons is you a Jack. You are hippo bite free. That's right. Genuine charmer. Uh, y- genuine for sure. Yeah. I mean, he seems utterly sincere and exhausting. Yeah. Oh, yes. Completely well, exhausting. That's part of what's unhinged about him yeah. is you wonder, is this guy in a perpetual state of mania? Uh, he appears to be. Yes. I, have you been to Slimmons? No. His, uh, his studio. So he has, a, oh he, has a, he has a he has a Los Angeles to this studio. Now it's just called like Slimmons and it's not called Richard Slimmons. No, it's called Slimmons. Okay. But it is it is it is named after him. He's had it since the seventies. It it's looks not, like it. He didn't just buy it uh, no, and it coincidentally it yeah. was called Slimmons. Uh it, it is very it is very early eighties looking. <laughs> By like the way, it was, was renovated in the early eighties and then never sure. never touched again. It's very like very pink and green and, and like, you know, very neat. It's the set of a 1982 talk show, what basically. Do you, what do you do at Slimmons? Well, I'll tell you guys. Please. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know what you do now because he doesn't seem to want to leave his house now, which, mm-hmm. again, we'll get to. But uh, you, there's a thing at, say, 1030 called Project Me. <laughs> right? And you go in and you sit on the floor. I have a little Project Me in the shower sometimes before work. Sure. <laughs> um, or Project You, but I think Project Me. Sure. And uh, and you sit on the floor and his like his minions come around and pass out sheets of, of uh, copier paper. Are they dressed like him? Uh, they are not. These are not like the uh, the hostesses at Alice Cooper's restaurant in no. Cooperstown. No, they have not. to wear monster makeup. No, that's okay. not, no, they are not that at all. But I want to hear everything about it. Uh, you've heard it. Okay, <laughs> he has Good. a restaurant called Cooperstown. Yeah, great. Uh, no, these are women who look like the, the woman from the uh, from the infomercial. Okay, like they're of that age and whatever. So they hand out pieces of paper. You sit on the floor. He uh, he comes out and he's just he is on. He is on. Yeah. And he will like if you see somebody who's obese, he'll put his arms around him and they'll cry. Uh, he grabbed somebody's phone and called their mother. <laughs> um, and like yelled at their mother. For, I don't know why. <laughs> um, he is unbelievably racist. 
Um, like really? we'll do, yeah, we'll do like oh, so Sally and oh, that kind sure, of thing. Sure, sure. Um, he, I was sitting, I was seated next to uh, a, a female friend of mine who is Hispanic, mm-hmm. and he like thought we were a couple, and he was like, "Did you meet when uh, you were cleaning his house?" <gasps> oh. That kind of thing. And uh, so he's got a just whole like casually, layers, yeah, yeah, whole yeah, ton of casual, but then also like actual sincere care about sure. people. So in the project me or project you or whatever it was that I went to, um, we had uh, the theme was stars. Mm-hmm. So he was wearing planets on his little tights, <laughs> and and there was like a little like a Saturn kind of thing mm-hmm. like embroidered on the tank top. Sure, um, and he was like. When I wish upon a star, what do I wish for? Was the question that he had to answer. Mm -hmm. And then his minions come and pick up the thing and they put it in like a Ralph's paper bag, like not at all a fancy paper bag. Sure. And uh, and then he pulls something out and he talks about it. Not a wisdom pouch or a. Yeah. No, 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 nothing. No, nothing. Uh, not a satchel, uh, just a shitty, mm-hmm. like an old Ralph's bag, <laughs> like an like a couple logos ago Ralph's bag, and uh, and then he reads some out and he agrees with some and some make him cry and and some he's just like that's stupid, like so he's like, <laughs> so like I wish for calm and he's like don't wish for calm yeah. it's stupid and he got yeah. furious and uh, and then he okay and this that I means the only I can only speak to this particular experience when mm-hmm. I wish upon a star but then somebody was like what do you wish for rich simmons and uh, and he was like when i wish upon a star <laughs> i wish for my dalmatian or whatever the fuck kind of dog he has sure uh betty or whatever fucking name is who is 18 years old to live for just one more year and then I wish to get this party started. Right? And then like, <laughs> like the doors fly open. And then you can also like Project Me is like 25 bucks or something. But then oh you can my. just do the regular class for like 10. Yeah. We went for the full experience. Sure. Because right. If you're going, you're going. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. You've, you've driven to Beverly Hills. Yeah. You've looked for parking. Yep. So then the doors fly open and this class starts. And it's so packed. Because, like if he's there, it's so packed that you like really can barely – move mm-hmm. you know so like you might your heart rate might get elevated just a tiny bit sure um but not really enough and uh and then he makes all the guys take their shirts off and he like drools and it's it's crazy oh, like he's boy. so he makes all oh, the dudes boy. take their shirts off yep how um he just he's like you through you sheer break force into of groups personality and you break into groups and then you dance in the middle of the floor with him and he's like he will he will put his hands underneath your shirt and like, kind of make you pull it off. It's it's weird. Yeah. And then when it's over, you get to take a picture with him. Hey, that's great. And I would imagine, and it, it goes on for a very long time. And I would imagine that <laughs> it he goes would be on for a very for long a time, very long time. Yeah. And because who again, who doesn't want a picture with Richard Simmons? Sure. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, if you're there, you're staying for the whole class. You're staying for the whole you're class. You're getting the picture. You're getting the goddamn picture. Uh, and then I, and then he probably just goes home and cries into a pillow or takes a very long nap or <laughs> sure. whatever. Like, I, I would imagine it's exhausting to be Richard Simmons. I've got and a, to be around him. I've got a question for you, Dave. Yes. Fire away. You're spoken for romantically. Yes, I am. Uh, and I don't know at what point you went to Slimmons. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, uh, Richard Simmons bought from Slim Pickens. From Slim Pickens. <laughs> yes. Um... How did, a, did, a little, did a little mad fold in on yeah. the uh, on the uh, exactly. on the front marquee, exactly. And thus, Slimmons. Um, and, but I want to know. So there is. Uh, uh, Are you asking if I fucked Richard Simmons? No, 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 no. So a a good friend of mine and I made a web series called "Put This On." It still uh-huh. exists in blog form. Uh-huh. And when we had the premiere of our first season, uh-huh. somebody said you should invite Huel Hauser. Oh wow! And 
So we invited Huel Hauser, the legendary Southern California uh, public television personality who's been parodied on every comedy podcast from here to Timbuktu because he's amazing, was amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's passed on since. And he came. And he delivered everything that you would hope he would be. He was just a wonderful guy. Just a wonderful, awe-inspiring guy. Yeah. And he was talking with my friend who was the filmmaker behind the thing. Yeah. And he said, we should get lunch sometime. And my friend was like, of course I'm going to get lunch with Huel Hauser. He's a, you know, in he's a brilliant television producer in addition to being a television personality. Yeah. And my friend texted me from the lunch. He said, I'm at lunch with Huel Hauser. This is amazing. We're at a secret place in police headquarters. What? Also, I'm 75% confident that I'm on a date right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Huel Hauser... Had the force of personality to ask anyone – my friend, by the way, heterosexual. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but could could read as either if, you know, was uh, – I think I know who you're talking about. And he, there's a certain yeah. bear quality about yeah, him. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And so here's, here's my question. And he's question. gorgeous, by the way. Gay guys love him. Yeah. You're talking, of course, about uh, famed – Film director Kevin Smith, right? That's exactly right. Yes. That's exactly right. We love a jort. Uh, <laughs> and a jersey. Yep. Jort and a jersey. Can't uh, get enough. Oh, jersey, can you, can but you it's me, hockey or nothing. Uh, can you give me? Can you never give me a natural pose on a, uh, on a red carpet or in any kind of a photograph? Sure. Great. I'm in. Here's... There, sorry. <laughs> I like, Shut up I like face, the Kevin specificity. <laughs> Look at any of picture your... of Kevin Smith and, and try to swallow the rage that you of feel. Of all of the things <laughs> to be critical of Kevin oh, Smith. Oh, but I mean, but have for... you seen it? It's, I mean, I'm going to just do it, but it's always like the unnaturalness you know, like, of... Fucking smile, <laughs> dick. Just smile. You know, it doesn't have to be a thing about smiling. You can just sure. fucking smile. You know what's going to happen Sorry, now? tangents. You, <laughs> you, 500 it's, people It's socially gonna... acceptable for you to show up to a fancy event in the clothes you use to clean the house. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 500 Sorry. people are now going to email me. No one is going to email you, Dave. You want to bet? People are going to email me, and they're going to say, you should watch this clip of him telling stories about Prince, because oh, I know you I'm like Prince. certain that that's true. And I know that they all will, because they always do, anytime yeah. it happens. Yep. And the answer well. is, yes, those are fun stories. Yes. They, they're, it's 45 minutes of stories that could have been told in 10. Yep. Uh, but yes, of course they're and fun. That's... Everyone who's ever interacted with Prince has a fun Prince story. Of Prince was a was generous, the greatest genius of stories. all time, and a genuine madman. Yeah, ridiculous. Okay. So anyway. yeah, you can do all those things and also cover up your fucking calves. So anyway, <laughs> regarding Richard Simmons, yes, where even were we? If you were, oh, if you it. were a single man, yes, and Richard Simmons asked you out, yes. Would you go out with Richard Simmons? And I'm I'm pointing this to you, Dave, because you've interacted with the man. Yeah, I have. But I'm gonna I'll open it to you as well, sure. George. Okay. Uh, I uh, for the story, I would have to say yes, and that's cruel. I know that's not a nice sure. thing to do to another human being who has emotions and uh, and needs and whatnot. But you know that it would be a story that you could fucking dine out on forever, which is probably why he's a madman. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he probably it's probably impossible for him to have an actual human connection with another human being because he's just he like he went all in on on the personality a long time ago and now it's like you can't you just can't have a regular relationship. Right. I would imagine that's a depressing uh, way to live your life. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, is an, it is and a, strange, a depressing answer. It is a strange zone of celebrity. Yes. The the Richard Simmons is 
the screeches of the world. Oh, are you trying boy. to avoid answering the question? No, 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 I'll answer the question. I think I would Oh boy. Where are we going? I mean, presumably a, a secret lunch spot inside L.A. police headquarters yeah. that only um, he knows about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, encounters at LAX. When that was <laughs> oh, boy. He yeah. loves it. Richard Simmons absolutely eats at, the, eats at the rotating restaurant. Yeah. yeah. If it's encounters. Anytime I'm at LAX, I want to eat there. I it's look closed. at that. It's closed? It's closed. Have you ever been there? No. It's it so cool. It was so dumb, but great. I totally loved it. I've been there maybe two or three times. So there's nothing in there now? There's this is the now. famous building outside I of LAX. Be completely wrong, but my, 1965-ish yeah. space-themed it's, building it's that is gorgeous, gorgeous amazing. and shady on the inside. Yeah, it's so tacky, and uh, and the the elevator that takes you up like the one level. Right. Uh, when it starts to go up, it makes like rocket ship launching sounds, but it goes so slowly that it's like yeah. you're barely moving, and yet you're in a rocket oh, that's boy. going ten feet in the air. Uh, I want to hear more about the rotating restaurant, but I'll finish the answer. Yeah. To the question. I, I, as with Cooperstown, you've heard it all. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, you get like you know, like a Mars punch, and it's some kind of green thing or sure, whatever. It's just sure. like it's a real reach. Yeah. It's just Kool Aid and vodka. Yeah. Space potato skins. Uh, right. It's just these like are just how are tried. these from space? Bare, uh, they are. They're uh, bacon. They've Shut been up. Uh, dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so yeah, I think I would say yes to the date because yeah, again, you know, uh, having a, ha- having that having that uh, having that bars closing story. Hey, let's have another drink. I got a good one. Yeah. Uh, those but, are priceless. Um, what if we both fall in love with Richard Simmons? Like, what if oh, we go boy. for the story? And it's like a love triangle, but the, th- it, yeah. the three of you? I yeah. mean, I, I mean, would that, be... Yeah. I Listen, now these are, this is moving a little fast, mm-hmm. but I don't think we should rule out three-person marriage. Yeah, I okay. was going to say. Yeah. Dave, you're easy to get along with. Great. Jordan, you're a charmer. Mm-hmm. I think triad is the way to go here. And again, again, he will fucking tire you out. Yeah. So, like, we would have to tag team it. And we could all just grow our hair long and have similar hair. We kind of already have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, I was with Ben when I went to Slimmons, and at the end, when we all went to get pictures, um, Ben was there, and, and, and Richard pulled him aside, and he said, uh, you have a wall around your heart. Oh, my. Wow. He just, so he just felt. He yeah, felt he an energy. Felt thing, he yeah, felt a, like, or a lack of energy, maybe. I, I don't know what he felt, but he was just like, I better tell, I better express it. Do you think it that right it was just that to myself. he felt in his heart of hearts that Ben was not DTF? Uh, that might have been it, mm-hmm. but he, but he said, "That's a good thing. Never lose it." Uh, wow. wow. Yeah, that's the old one too. The so, old. So Richard tells you, Simmons now mm-hmm. is possibly imprisoned in his home. Oh, I'll possibly. maybe finish my finish my thought. Oh, I yeah. would I would say yes to the date. But I would maybe try and temper it a little bit by just saying to him, hey, you know, I'm not really looking for anything right now. It would be great to get to know you. But, uh, you know, just try and you know, just try and manage his expectations. Sure. Because uh, I, think cause I don't want fair. the guy to think he's going to, you know, go all the way. So when maybe that's not in the cards. Well, so, but is that just like going halfway on a date then? It, then might, a l- it might be a little you bit. You sort of don't. I mean, my feeling is yeah. you let me know that up front. We don't go out on a date. What the That's fuck true. am I wasting? No, you're not. Yeah, you're not dropping yeah. fifty bucks on no, space. You have, apps. To, you have to really open your heart to this experience if you're going to do it. No, you're right. Yeah, it can't just be like I'm spoken for. But if you want to catch a Dodgers game sometime, <laughs> sure. by the way, yeah, how no. much would I love to go to the Dodgers game with Richard <sighs> Simmons? Oh, holy moly! Probably have uh, little shorts in the home team colors. Oh, oh I bet he does. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Saw him on the street once. White PT Cruiser. Oh boy! <sighs> and it's just like, and I saw that, and I was like, yep. Yeah. Sure. sure. Yep. Uh-huh. 
makes a hundred makes so much. It's sense. like when you see a weird, you know, one of those weird internet stories, like the local news story of the, you know, uh, uh, you know, guy who, the guy who swiped the hustler mannequin from the hustler store and you know was caught later in bed with it. Yeah, you know, those are hard not to click on. And I feel like every time you see the mugshot attached to that, you're like. Oh yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah sure. Yep. Yeah, that's it. That's the guy who did that. <laughs> it's never not the guy who did that. You know. <laughs> You're correct. Uh, so he's imprisoned in his home. Does anyone? Well, this was there was an article yeah. potentially. There was an article in like New York or New York something Daily that News. I read. The New York Daily News. No, was there. Long, was, I read a full like magazine article. It was that a was long in the Daily article News? in the Daily News. Yeah, it was a long like Sunday oh, feature in the Daily okay. News. I don't know that maybe New York went on to do something as well, but I don't think so. Uh, and that was all. That I don't 100% buy because it's like this young kind of hustlery seeming guy. Mm. And I think that he just wanted to sell a story because he, he, he really had no proof at all. He was just, you know. Uh, but at the same time, isn't it actually that no one, is, no one would say that they had seen him outside? No, he hasn't. The- he hasn't really left the house in a while. But here's the thing. I mean, like think about it for two seconds. He got fat, right? Mm, like sure. he, he injured himself or, or like – Somebody broke his heart, or something, sure. yeah. or or the dog did the not, li- or the dog died. died. The yeah. dog, I think, did die, something like that. And he like probably gained twenty five pounds or whatever. Sure. And he doesn't, he's not able to exercise the way that he used to to take it off. Mm-hmm. And that, like, if you're Richard Simmons, that is the one thing you cannot do is appear in public, right? Overweight. That's, a, I think, that's a great, that's a great hypothesis, Dave. I just, I mean, I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I have also heard the is he, is he transitioning? Uh, there he, there was a thing in the Inquirer or one of those yeah. that he was. But but they used as proof something that he's been doing for a very long time uh, on Facebook, which is just him in drag. Like he's just been in drag oh, as old actresses sure. and stuff. Okay. So – That doesn't – no. Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess he's also the subject of like – he's the perpetual internet death hoax subject. Like him and Jackie sure. Chan for some reason. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I feel like they're always the like R.I.P. this person. Oh, wow. Uh, I but hate yeah. that. What, what what does that do for people? I don't know. Like yeah, I think a... I guess it's just a just a just a classic trolling. Yeah. Uh, but I think Richard Simmons just to alleviate all of our anxieties should make it a regular feature on Facebook or wherever just to take a picture of himself with the current newspaper. Yes. Do that three times a week. Yeah. Just so we know everything's that's okay. The thing. That's the thing. There are no pictures. There are no pictures. So mm. that, to me, indicates that he is not happy with his Oh, appearance. that's true. Yeah, I guess that would be hard with the appearance. I guess he could, yeah. you know, he just, could just be face down and then maybe, you know, stretch his but neck. But this could definitely with be some yeah, play with lighting. Good late 80s Brian Wilson shit, too. It could be. It could be. Or, you know, another he could also just be fucking tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I say, I would imagine it is very tiring being Richard Simmons all day long. You know? I can only imagine what that's I can only like. imagine. You, I mean, you can never be off if you're in public. You got to be ready to take a picture. You got to be ready to hear a story. Sure. You got to be, you know, you can't, you can't ever be like, no, nah, I don't want to. You got to be on all the time. And he's mm-hmm. not a young man. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is just, you know, Richard in, uh, in repose. Maybe we should just let him. Yeah, let him let him gray gardens inside whatever. Oh, uh, let some raccoons eat his house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let him put some sweatpants on his head. Yeah, let him and uh, oh gosh, who's the guy who writes all the patter for the Oscars? Uh, Bruce Valanche. Yeah, let him and Bruce Valanche just oh. gray gardens together. 
in they have in to a have mansion had a meal together at some point. Oh in their lives, boy, right? that yeah to be ugh. To be a fly on that wall. <laughs> I imagine that at some point Richard Simmons got lost in Bruce Valanche's novelty t-shirt closet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Bruce, I'm in here. Never ending. How do I Maybe get out of here? Maybe that's where he is. He's buried under a pile of t-shirts. <laughs> of Bruce Valanche's used t-shirts. Yeah. What a way to go. I sat in front of Bruce Valanche in a movie once. Oh. And it was really thrilling. I feel like I, I wanted, to, wanted to turn around and say hello, but uh, was too cowardly. Yeah. I watched the documentary Get Bruce once, mm-hmm. rented it from Blockbuster when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I found it very disappointing. <laughs> really? Never did see it. I thought it would be – I didn't have enough – I had just heard is this – I had heard the the first level, which is this is a guy who writes for everything. He's like the secret funny man. Yeah. And I watched and I was like, huh. His thing is that he wears novelty T-shirts. <laughs> Different one every day. And he writes uh, jokes that would not be out of place on 70s uh, game shows. <laughs> but he's been able to do it his entire life, so God bless him. It's kind yeah. of amazing. He's found his niche. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's you know, found his niche. That's the last time I trust Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into Angeline. Shall we? Because <laughs> oh, I yeah. just saw her. As, uh, yeah. Incidentally. Talk about, talk about, I, oh, I did too. I saw her coming over to Laurel Canyon. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, this will just be the local yokel segment of the show. Well, I mean – I think people know. Maybe they don't. If you don't, yeah. Can we can we briefly explain yeah. her? Uh, Angeline is a woman who wanted to be famous, mm-hmm. and she married wealthy, and her husband uh, also wanted her to be famous. So, um, but she didn't sing or act mm-hmm. or do anything. Sure. She had uh, giant breasts and big blonde hair, mm-hmm. and so his thing was he he bought. Um, uh, billboards all around LA in the 70s and 80s. If you see a, if you see a movie set in Los Angeles in the 80s, there's absolutely an Angeline billboard because that mm-hmm. is how they show you that you're in LA. Hollywood sign, uh, Sunset Strip, Angeline billboard. Bob's big boy. Bob's big boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now she, I think the husband is long gone, and now she uh, just drives around town mm-hmm. in her pink Corvette. Mm-hmm. And she'll stop and she will pretend like she doesn't want to have her picture taken, but she's... You know, she has giant blonde hair and mm. huge boobs and a, and a hot pink uh, Corvette that she just sort of stands by waiting for attention. And then people will try to take pictures with her and she'll be like, no, $10. And then it's, you know, because it's West Hollywood or whatever and people are drinking beer in the daytime. She'll get a few takers <laughs> and she might sell a few T-shirts out of her, uh, I, out of her trunk. I have seen her, I've seen her selling stuff out of the trunk. Yeah. 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 So that's just kind of – she's full-time Angeline. She's sort of from the, the too short school of – uh, economic hustling. Please explain. Yeah, sell it out that trunk. Hmm. Oh, okay. She's got she's got mixtapes back there. I she's got mixtapes for sure, for sure. She's uh, going to the swap meets. Absolutely. So, so I I guess I heard a news item that the she's having to sell the Corvette. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, I don't doubt it. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's hard out there. Tough. It's hard out there. There are there are other famous for being famous people out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Angeline's on Instagram. But it seems she has like, to be. Yeah, I bet she, she is. She has to be. But, I mean, I don't. I can't imagine she's as popular as a Kylie Jenner. No, of course or, not. Or uh, that woman not. who has the butt. Yeah. She is a... Uh, you know she, that... I mean, she is something... Exercise oh, butt woman? You know, exercise butt woman. You're talking about uh, Jane Instagram? Yeah, that's her. <laughs> yeah. With the big butt. Yeah. Uh, she, she is kind of a gay icon because there's something sort of inherently sure. campy and mm-hmm. tragic about it. And, uh, and so, yeah, I saw her. I guess it was Pride Weekend or something. I was, I was having a drink at Jim. Mm-hmm. Like out on G- the little – This is GYM. GYM. Yeah. You know, the sports bar. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she pulled up and it, and it was one of these things where she got out and was like – it was clear that she wanted the world to see her. And then the minute somebody came up with, with their iPhone out, she put her purse in front of her face 
It was like, no, ten dollars, no, ten dollars. And uh, and you can get a card, and it's uh, and her fan club address, like address address, is on there, and it's like an apartment number in Van Nuys or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- I would imagine times are tough. Yeah, but it's also like you know you've had you've had some time to f- figure prepare. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepare for. I mean, nothing lasts forever. That's true. Yeah. Get a nice get a nice associate's degree. Get a nice Angeline. Yeah. So you're suggesting that Angeline sh- Angeline should pursue like aircraft maintenance? <laughs> yeah. TV VCR repair. TV VCR repair, sure. My favorite Learn thing about work with your hands, yeah. Angeline. Get in there. Like Do it. Do you want to make more money? Sure, sure we, we all, all do. do. <laughs> My favorite part about all of those commercials was that everything that they described, uh-huh. like every job, was in a different part of speech. Yeah. So it would be like uh van driver. TV VCR repair. Oh right, dentist. Like w- these are some are these Cooking. some are nouns. Sure. Some are these are verbs. <laughs> yeah, like what ride to the airport? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Where does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dog <laughs> operator. Like, I don't. What? <laughs> let's just let's give this one more draft and then fucking put it on the yeah. air. Sally Struthers. Where are we? It's like what are you? <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. Help, I'm trapped in this list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll Sally. be back. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, and I'm Dave Holmes, uh, TV VCR repair. <laughs> <laughs> Private investigations. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, go this week brought to you by people like you who listen and go to Mac- TV, TV VCR repair. Let's grab dinner. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have a job. Okay. Have a job. Tap, 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 tap from inside your TV. <laughs> Uh, brought to you this week, of course, by folks like you who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and support Maximum Fun, and by the good folks at BarkBox. Now, mm-hmm. BarkBox is a sort of a subscription service for dog owners. Now, Jordan. Yes. A lot of people think that this is a subscription service for dogs. It's been a real problem for the people oh, at BarkBox. Because the truth is, dogs don't have credit cards. Yeah. Dogs can barely get to the post office to get a postal money order. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs can't lick stamps. Well, they can lick stamps, but they have a hard time affixing them to the envelopes. Sure. Plus, most stamps these days are self-adhesive, and they can't get them off the sheet. Oh, boy. I mean, if you're a dog, how are you supposed to get yourself a bark box? Exactly. So we want to be clear. These are boxes for dog owners full mm-hmm. of things for the dog owners to share with their dogs. Mm-hmm. Don't eat or play with the things that you get in the bark box. No, unless you are a dog. Right. And you ordered it for yourself. Right. Which, If you're you, a hyper-competent dog, <laughs> sure. yeah. 
If you're a dog with thumbs. Yeah, then I say go for it. Go get yourself a BarkBox. Go to BarkBox.com slash JJ. Go get yourself a BarkBox and make it happen for yourself. I want to subscribe to this. I really am. And you know, I just got- Because we I, have a new dog. I just got one in the mail for my two dogs. Yes. And they've been chewing happily ever since. Oh, I love it. <laughs> they love it. All kinds of fancy, uh, delightful, made in the USA and Canada treats, mm. uh, toys yeah. uh, that match your dog's unique needs. Oh, I love I have it. special needs dogs. Okay. <laughs> They're gluten intolerant, right? Yeah. They're just intolerant in general. Oh, yeah, sure. They just really, they have sort of, I like to think of it as old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> They're from yeah. a different time. They're from a values. different Much generation. Like Richard it. Simmons and Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get up on uh, BarkBox, you get a free extra month for listening to Jordan Jesse Go. Just visit BarkBox.com slash JJ Go. And subscribe. That's BarkBox.com slash JJGo. It really is full of lots of lovely things. As I said, I got one and my dogs have been in dog heaven. Great. Ever since. Great. I also want to remind listeners that Max Fun Con East is uh, coming up Labor Day weekend in the Poconos uh, in the northeastern United States. An easy drive from New York City. Carpool it wow. if you're worried about getting there. Uh not only do we have uh, me and Jordan are going to be there, uh, the McElroys are all going to be there. And when I say the McElroys, we currently do have a McElmore? list of – Yeah, McElmore is going to be there. Right. Ryan Lewis cannot be there. It's fine. Very increasingly superfluous to uh, well, the McElmore and Ryan Lewis experience. There's a real open question as to who's going to stand behind McElmore silently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we've got some options. Sure. We've got options. Angeline's looking for work. Yeah, we're thinking about uh, maybe getting Joe Biden. Great. Do you think Brian Lewis would be less, would be considered more of a collaborator and less of a punchline if he just to change his name to like Duke Goobler or something? <laughs> like, oh, it's Macklemore and Duke Goobler. Yeah. Like, hey, two this, those two guys with those names. Like, he yeah. mistakenly just had a guy's <laughs> name. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. Jordan, I know that we got this Garabba t-shirt going on, but can we make a t-shirt that just says Duke Goobler? I guess. Can we? I'm done with Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson. Can we just be all about Duke Goobler? Yeah, I guess. Because we needed a go-to nonsense name. I mean, I want Ryan Lewis to have that. Because he is he has fallen into this, you know, punchline zone. Anyway. Has he... Or has Macklemore? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the whole operation. Maybe the whole operation has uh, lost its credibility. I don't hate him, no. but he hard but to he, hate. He no, but he just he he makes it easy to kind of make fun of him a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I think it's, it's like all right. This was a little silly. Yeah. I feel bad for again him. and again. He's just doing his best. I don't think he need to feel bad. I mean, like he's continue, I think within his community, from what I understand, mm-hmm. he's still really well respected. What's his community? Like the Seattle sort of scene or whatever. As I understand, what I understand it, not well respected in the Seattle really? scene. Huh. Well, I have heard just the opposite. And I don't remember from who. No, so uh, but I I'm d- probably right. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, number one, the Seattle scene, not a vibrant one. Okay. Uh, oh, Hip hop turns. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they haven't contributed things historically. Sure. You don't know what's going on. I mean, you, you know, shouldn't go see blue scholars if they come visit your college town. Okay. okay. It's going to be a good, solid don't know what that is underground hip hop show. Great. But, you know, it's not like all the biggest hip hop stars are bursting forth from Seattle at the moment. I gotcha. But yeah, I think the reputation that I've heard is that he's a really decent guy. 
Okay. I know some I people who are real hip hop grumpuses who have spent time with him and know him and said he's a really nice guy and a bright guy and his heart's definitely actually in the right place. It's not right. a trick. He's no Duke Goobler, though. He's no Duke Goobler. No Duke. No goobs. <laughs> anyway, if you want to come hang out at Max Fun Max FunCon East with all of us, uh, learn some amazing stuff. We got some ma- amazing speakers. Our friend Linda Holmes from Pop Culture Happy Hour is going to be there. I know she's the best. So great. Uh, MaxFunConEast.com is the place to go, and we got ten thousand other wonderful things that I'm not even listing that are going to be there. So, uh, not MaxFunConEast.com, MaxFunCon.com, mm-hmm. uh, and you can get your tickets right this very second. Dave, you mm-hmm. just did something with Linda, right? I sure did. Yeah, she hosted my little uh, book event in Washington D.C. last oh. week. Did the you night get, after did you get uh, publication. Glenn, didn't you get, did you get a Glenn Weldon out there, too? Or sure it? did. Oh, oh boy. That's yeah. A, that's, that's a, a one-two punch of yeah. great pow, pow. It was really great. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him too much. Um, oh, that guy's, I love But that he's guy. really cool. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. Love that Glenn Weldon. Love, he's a good guy. love Linda Holmes. Linda is just fantastic. If Linda Holmes didn't exist, Jordan, mm-hmm. who would I cry to when I was visiting National Public Radio's headquarters in Washington, D.C.? I can't just go up to Linda Wertheimer's desk no. and complain about how nobody wants to pick up my public radio show and everyone wants to talk about the future of public radio. Yeah. But when they say that, they just mean Radio Lab. I, I mean, maybe you can go. I'm sure National Public Radio has a complaint pod you can go into. Guy Raz would probably listen. Guy Raz. What a great name. I talked to Guy Raz. Great Ooh. names. I talked, to, I talked to Guy Raz about his Jerry bicycle. Jerry Glazer. Commute. Jerry Glazer. Uh, K. John Cermak. Oh, yeah. We're I mean, getting we're, into local we're shouting out the local crew. Uh, well, B- I mean, big ups to Sandin Totten out there. Sandin wow. Totten. Sandin Totten might be a Jordan Jesse Go listener. I've, I've corresponded with Sandin Totten. Get him in here. Yeah, we'll get Totten in here. You think you don't think I've got the power to bring in Totten? Got to get a Totten. Got to get that Totten. You know, one time Kai Rizdahl on num. Twitter agreed to come on Jordan Jesse Go, and yeah. then I DM'd him to follow up and emailed him, and he didn't email me and DM me back. Mm. That's cruel. I don't know whether that's just because he's too busy snapping people's necks because he's a former Navy SEAL. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or uh, if it's uh, just because he's busy. Yeah. Or he listened to Jordan Jesse go. I think that's the most likely <laughs> that explanation. Could be, yeah. Yeah. If, say, I think if someone, if someone drops off the communication chain, <laughs> they perhaps looked a little closer into what they've agreed to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, I enjoy it. Moral of the story is this. We'll get Sand and Totten. We got a lot of guests booked right now, but we'll get Sand and Totten if before you're- Before the end of the year. Yeah. Before the end. That's our oh, promise. Yeah. Get ready, Totten. That's what we're running on. We will deliver local Los Angeles NPR science reporter Sand and Totten to you in calendar year 2016. If and he that's wants to, which he might not. Calendar. He might not want to. Ah, Sand and Totten's not doing anything. Hey, guys, if you're out there, get at Totten on Twitter. <laughs> Hit, up, Hit Tot- up Sand and Totten. Yeah. Christian, what's Sand and Totten's Twitter handle? Christian's looking it up so we can give it to people. Okay. Get, we're going to get yeah, on follow. Twitter. It's Sand at Totten. Sand and Totten. <laughs> okay. I am no closer to understanding how that would be spelled. <laughs> so could you spell that for me? I'm going to say S-A-N-D-E-N. T O T T E N. Is that right? I mean, that's Christian's okay. giving me the thumbs up. I mean, that's up. kind of that was sort of what I was picturing. Yeah. But with with like with a Cajun Cermak, I have I'm lost. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't. I don't sure. know. With a uh, and Guy Raz, same way. Kai Rizdal, same way. Yeah. 
I think these are all spelled with a series of. I don't think it. They are spelled using a traditional alphabet that we would recognize. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. I think it's a series of pictographs. I see. Guy Raz is very handsome, and he has. Uh, I bet he is. a short beard like you. Really, There's like a day, like a two day growth, mm. uh, and very intense eyes. Oh, I love it. He'll lock into you. Great. I love I, that. I'll He's a good man, I've Guy Ross. Socialized with Kajan Cermak. Really? She's a lovely woman I and a lot of fun. Uh, I have said this before, and I will say it here. Um, my favorite thing about uh, all NPR people is that they say their own names like they're apologizing. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, like when they when they say the name, it's like I'm Michelle Norris. You know what I mean? Like they're just. Uh, I'm I wish Siegel. I weren't. Yeah, it's just like we're very. We tried our best, yeah. but I'm still Robert Siegel. <laughs> Okay, BarkBox.com slash JJGo and MaxFunCon.com to buy those tickets. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Dave Holmes, paid spokesperson. I have good news, guys. I have had a full summer boy experience this past week. Oh, boy. I mean, you, I'm not... I'm not saying that it wasn't a summer boy experience that you hung out on this very program last week mm-hmm. with our friend Allison Rosen. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Ain't she? That was a delight. Sure. Every Jordan Jesse Go listener knows that because they already listened to last week's episode in the process of catching up. But mm-hmm. I also did, had some uh, summer boy activities. I went to the Berkshires. Mm. Now, the last time we talked... Yeah. I did not know where the Berkshires was, yeah. and you also did not. Yes. Despite the fact that you were going there. Yes, that's Have true. Have you discovered what state that is in? I'm, I have not looked it up since then. I knew which airports you were you could fly into. Mm. Okay. Uh, because I had been given a list of them by my host. Mm. Yes. Uh, it is in western Massachusetts, or as Would? our friend Dave Shumka called it uh, on Instagram, Belknap country. Ah. Uh, for our good friend Matt Belknap uh-huh. from the Never Not Funny podcast. With the great voice. Uh, West Massachusetts. Would have set up state New York. Uh, Glad to have I would have corrected. said Pennsylvania. Yeah, that would have been my second like choice. Like near Amish country. That's what I was envisioning. Okay. It is basically all Pocono's of those things. Ish. Okay. Uh, not upstate, but downstate New York, and then uh, Pennsylvania, and I guess Connecticut or something. Gotcha. I don't really know where these states are. Yeah. To me, these are all just a haze of places where New York-based talk show hosts live. Mm-hmm. You know, like they sure. they get driven there in a limousine as soon Absolutely. as the show taping is over. Yep, and then they uh, and then they grow a beard and haunt the main street of the town. Yeah, <laughs> to the delight of uh, photographers. Exactly. For the rest so of their lives. it's maybe you drive down the Massachusetts Turnpike or the Mass Pike, mm-hmm. yes. uh, which is a weird like it's like a weird sec- weird secret road that goes across, and you have to pay two dollars. I a lot of people know about it. <laughs> we'll tell you a lot of people. But I know mean, about it's like bounded, like it's like bounded by forests. Sure, but it costs two dollars to ride on. Well, you dress, yeah, you depending on where you're going. Got a rental car here? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, we got ourselves a, a nice Kia Jump. No, we got ourselves you got a, a full size Hyundai Blimp. No, we got ourselves a, a Ford. I like naming a, a Ford fake, car. Fake a Ford cars. what? A uh, Ford. All kinds of Fords. Fusion. Okay, but the, is that the, that's the full size? I believe. 
Ford Fusion. It's the one that it's smells like cigarette smoke. Probably the mid And has a yeah. really surprisingly large amount of stains on the upholstery, considering sure. it's only got 10,000 miles on the odometer. Now, in fairness, this is not a Ford thing. This is a shitty rental this car. This is a budget <laughs> rental car issue. Okay, well, there you Thinking go. of the Ford crap. Yeah. Um, not a cheap rental, by the way. A very expensive rental, as it turned out. Oh, boy. Um, but there's nothing worse than a car that smells like smoke. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's some amazing things about the Mass Turnpike. Mm-hmm. It has these turnouts that are like uh, they're like they're like toll plazas meets rest stops. Yeah, and you'll get a Roy Rogers. And all they have. What's a Roy Rogers? I mean, I, I know the it's like a cherry Coke, but no, 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 no. no it's a it's a fast food chain. Yeah. Oh, like a regional thing. Like. Well, I yeah, believe I it's owned be. by Roy Rogers. Isn't what do you? It? I don't know. What are you getting at a Roy Rogers? You get a burger. Okay. You get a pre-made burger. Mm-hmm. It's like a Kenny Rogers Roasters. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you just get so a rotisserie chicken in your car to eat between your knees. Yeah, they all have the exact same Gulf Station, yes. McDonald's drive-through, yep. and then little travel plaza. It's mm-hmm. the weirdest fucking thing in the world. It's so creepy, and it I know weird. that it's totally normal to people in the Northeast. Yeah. And they're like, "Why is this weird? All freeways have exact match rest stops every twenty-five miles with the exact same businesses and the exact same configurations carved." out of a weird forest yep yep that uh, that tracks that's about every 15 miles you get your you get your roy rogers also i don't you, know if you get that anymore i, I did this in uh, i did this in new hampshire for a wedding recently i drove along a similar road and yeah it was uh dunkin donuts and sonics yeah so in oh. these little like on lucky new hampshire if i were to ask you to describe a toll plaza employee I'm going to ask each of you in turn, starting with our guest, David oh, Holmes, so, okay, sorry, author of a, Party of One. That's correct. Uh, how would you describe a toll plaza employee? Well, I mean, there's really no one kind of toll plaza, toll plaza employee. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they I are like a, they are as America is. Yeah. A it's a rich it's, tapestry. It's diverse. But when I, uh, when I stop and think about it, I see transitions lenses. Uh-huh. That was also difficult to get out. Sure. Um, I see a pulled. I see a severe ponytail. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I see a name like Beth. Yeah. Okay, Jordan. What are you imagining? Uh, I am also seeing a, a thick lens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm also seeing a ponytail. Yeah. This is on a man named Clint. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So this is like an older guy. Uh huh. You know, uh, maybe like half retired, semi retired. Sure. And he's man in the booth. Beard, same color as face. Yes. Yeah. Sure. What if I told you that in Massachusetts, toll plazas are manned uh, not by middle-aged transitions, lens-wearing, uniformed union employees? I didn't say but anything by about middle-aged. But... Chill local mm, no, teens. Well, 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 well. Chill local teens? Yeah, just chill local teens. Just like a fun Hanging bro? out. So just, just like, like a, a summer gig? A dude said to me, uh, what did he say? He said, hey, bro. He said that to me in the hey, toll plaza. Sure. Hey, bro. Wow, I'm stunned. Yeah, me too. Wouldn't there wow. was a yeah, young it's... woman in a tool in a tool in a toll booth? I said, don't know why we're well, I'm going to say had just had just graduated from a local community college with a degree in uh, you know child something. Yeah, you know something. Uh, who was attractive? Okay. Yeah. 
I'm. I don't think I've ever. I, this is. I like toll booth employees. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. This is not about my personal feelings about uh, whether I would like to be friends with the toll booth. I always enjoy having a nice interaction with mm-hmm. a toll booth toll booth employee. Like, Why oh, thank you. Have a good day. Why can't we say it? <laughs> what do you? Mean? Why have we all said toll booth? Toll booth. Toll booth. You know. Yeah. Tollbooth. I really grow up. I really grew up loving the book, The Phantom Toll Booth. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I think that's how I ended up this way. Yeah. I mean, I always love. Of throwing my change in the old Toblerone. Oh, fuck <laughs> shit. It's a Toblerone. Also, uh, the Massachusetts Turnpike is a freeway with a logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the logo is a pilgrim hat. Mm-hmm. When I say, like a one color pilgrim hat on a freeway sign. Yeah. I guess just because there's pilgrims in Massachusetts. Well, they landed there, right? I don't think they use a lot of turnpikes. Where's Plymouth? Well, but still, Plymouth we, we honor them. We honor their yeah. their as we as we make a pilgrimage, you know, from yes. one Dunkin' Donuts to the other. Yes, they pilgrimized. Yeah, from a religious oppression uh-huh. to the Dunkin' Donuts that is America. Yeah, as we bring our as we bring our families from the uh, from the danger and oppression of Boston <laughs> to the freedom of Worcester. <laughs> Yeah, we take them Worcester, a, a city where uh, Dunkin' Donuts locations have Dunkin' Do- Donuts kiosks inside them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where every have you ever been to Worcester? I went to college in Worcester. Oh, yeah, it's exclusively Dunkin' Donuts. It's the only business that's, in all I of guess Worcester. That's new. That's fairly new. Okay, I mean, well, I, there there certainly were some there, but they. I last spent a significant. I spent like two or three days there, and I'm talking about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And all I could think was. How is it possible that this is a city of whatever, uh, 200,000 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's a small to mid-sized city, mm-hmm. that is exclusively Dunkin' Donuts, like the only enterprise in the entire city, Wow, like three on each block? I don't remember it that way. I just remember ruin and sadness <laughs> is basically what I remember. And then, but the, punctuated and by Dunkin' Donuts lots and and three family houses that were like tilted. It's it's a rough city. What, so what, the, was the, what was the what was like the landscape? I mean, what if not Dunkins? What did you guys have there? Uh, what did we have there? That's a good question. Well, we had Roy Rogers. Oh, sure. Uh, we had. There were a lot of – there weren't a ton of chains nearby. Yeah. Uh, there was a College Street Grinders. Oh, yeah. That's what they call a sub. Mm-hmm. They call it a grinder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also – but also we kind of kept to ourselves. Like it was up on this hill and uh, like a gorgeous campus and like some – you know, like if you lived off campus, you lived within a half mile. So we didn't really like get out into Worcester a bunch. You didn't there wasn't mix a whole with lot. the townies. Didn't really mix with the town. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it was kind of – Well, I'll tell you what's, what they got there. Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, well, so many fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Duly noted. This may have changed in the ten or fifteen years since I was there. Yeah, I just it is stuck out in my mind ever since that I can't believe that that there could be so like one on top of another. Yeah, it was like a Sim City. That's joke city where the joke is how many Dunkin' Donuts can you put in one place? Jesus, I had no idea. So you you are you're doing this Pike Drive? Yeah, we drove out to the to the Hampshires. Mm What's that the called? Berkshires? Berkshires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, this is a beautiful forest. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. That's the name of the forest. The Berkshires. Berkshire Forest. Yes. It's like b- forests in semi-mountains. Okay. And the Appalachian Trail. Oh. That goes through there. Sure. And, uh, and they got a James Taylor concert there. Mm-hmm. I went to that. 
uh, which is an outdoor amphitheater. Yeah, giant outdoor amphitheater. I'm Great say, acoustics. Sure. I'm going to say 14,885 white people and 15 people of color mm-hmm. uh-huh. at this James Taylor concert. That's James Taylor the same. sounds coast to coast. gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, really couldn't sound better considering his age. And you're just like, wow. You have two feelings going on at the same time. One is James Taylor is really brilliant, like beautiful songs, spectacular voice, incredible band. Yep. And it's like this incredible experience. You're out on a lawn eating a picnic and, you know, there's uh, white children dancing and uh, this whole beautiful thing is going on. But it is also very boring. (laughs) So it's like these two things, like James Taylor, he does like some Motown covers. Sure. And like some, you know, like uh, he did a blues number. Yeah. They all sound like James Taylor songs, though. So like he has these iconic songs, you know, but when he's singing I've Seen Fire and I've Seen Rain, that sounds exactly the same as when he's singing as his Otis Redding tribute. <laughs> sure. Like they sound like the same mm. song. And some it, would say he's made those songs his own. That's a good mm, point. That's right? a good point. He he makes everything one thousand percent tailorier. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, did he have them tailored? What <laughs> did he have them tailored? Uh, my music teacher in third grade uh, taught us "Fire and Rain" mm-hmm. and told us that it was about when uh, 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 the future robot rebellion. <laughs> And that, that it was sung from the point of view of the last – there are two people left who haven't been turned into robots. Like they, they put robot chips in your head or whatever and wow. then you just become a robot. And so – and it's a, it's a man and a woman and they're the last – they're the last um, like humans left. You know what? That's so, also what Margaritaville is about. <laughs> yes, it is. You know yes, it is. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Sure. Uh, Sorry. I don't so, know But he, he noticed – he like she turns into a robot – and and so then it's just him and he's the last one and he tries to fight them but then at, at the end he doesn't remember he doesn't remember him, his humanity anymore he doesn't remember who to send the letter to which actually is kind of more in the first verse but whatever wow. it freaked us all out and like to a person the the people who I went to grade school with who I still keep in touch with we can't <laughs> like we can't really listen to that song <laughs> Without because you're thinking of the war, the coming yeah. war between man the and future machine. robot rebellion, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, a, it's such a tough genre of concert to go to, uh, you know, acoustic guitar guy. Yeah. It's really dependent on you knowing all of the songs and loving him. Yes. I feel like it, it being something that can sustain more than 30 minutes, you know? And it, yeah. this was a – there was no opener and it was like a two and a half, three hour show. Whoa. There was an intermission. Ooh, there was an intermission. Nerf. And I'll also say this for James. Like, I feel like I'm in, I don't want to insult James Taylor because, uh, as I said, he really did sound fantastic and had a great band. And you could tell that these were like wonderful songs. And he was actually very sweet and funny in between the songs. Sure. Like, he had a banter that did not seem canned and was uh, genuinely fun. Uh huh. Um, and he's just he just projects decency into the world. It's just that it's hard to stay awake. Sure. Yeah, I went to see uh, I went to see like an evening with Elvis Costello a couple months ago. Uh, this was like a like a like a semi you know a solo ish acoustic thing he did for his uh, book that came out, and it was kind of like a you know 
When you say solo-ish, you mean that he's like doing a one-man band thing? <laughs> yeah, he has cymbals between his knees. Uh, he has <laughs> a, he's spoons. just doing yeah. step in time from Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, there is a uh, there's a, a a a band that opens for him with that is two sisters, I think. Uh, and they play kind of, uh, you know, kind of rocky bluegrass music, and they will come out and accompany him on things. That's uh, where the solo wish comes from. Gotcha. Uh, and you know, so it's kind of like my life, my life in songs. And he tells some stories and does some songs, and it is, uh, you know, and he's he, one of my faves. And uh, you know, I was sitting there, and it's you know, it's also a two and some change affair. And just halfway through, I'm like, wow, this is fucking amazing. I am so glad i get to see this like you know this is i'm you know glad i got to do this i'm so lucky to be here but also if this wasn't my favorite guy in the world this would be so fucking boring <laughs> yeah. Would be, yeah i didn't love this guy and i hadn't like read this 600 page book that he had come out with to yeah. where i know that he's projecting pictures of his you know grandma who was a nurse in world war one like if i didn't know that, that is a that was a fucking dense book too Oh boy yeah i that read that a... book and ellis costello is not my favorite guy mm-hmm. i'm not when i say that it sounds like i'm saying i don't like elvis mm-hmm. costello i do like elvis costello uh and just uh, not your favorite. he's just it's just not my literally mm-hmm. yeah I, when i say that i mean it literally mm-hmm. not yeah. as a, a uh, and yeah, that book is dense as fuck. Yeah, yeah I guess ben has not been a lot slugging of slugging away at that book for months now, and not a and lot of him. not a lot of people said no to Elvis Costello on the editorial <laughs> side. Sure. Yeah, I think when he was, was writing that book. Yeah, he chose a publisher who was just going to be like, yeah, do do whatever you please. Yeah, I think I think uh, to be expected for a guy who for a long time would just make an album a year. Yeah, with. A lot of bad songs on them. Yeah. Like really, that that this is the book of the guy who does that. Sure, uh, I really liked reading it too. Uh, I, I I tease its length, but it was a really good book. But yeah, it's definitely the like, you know, like if you're, you know, uh, if you're seeing some high energy music, you know, if you don't know all the songs, you can let the, you know, spirit of the music and the dancing or whatever sure. carry you through the. Although that, can, say, that can become tedious too. Sure. When you, know you say I mean? high just, energy music, mm-hmm. do you mean music possessed of high energy, or do you mean high NRG, uh, the genre of electronic dance music, mostly known for being like what they bring basketball teams onto the court? <laughs> oh, I'd love to go. It's <laughs> like appearing in really a fun. festival concert of that, mm-hmm. just all like, day long, jock jams. Y'all ready for this? Oh, sure. Yes. yes. I would. There should be a Jock Jams tour, shouldn't there? There has to have been one. Shouldn't there be a Jock? There has we to get have been one. Everybody, the Venga Boys. Oh, get them out there. Everybody else. Um, uh, who else is on the? Who else is it? Montel Jordan. Sure. Um, what are some other uh, popular Jock Jams? Um. Oh. Um. Oh. Uh, God damn it! Uh, two, two unlimited. <laughs> Who's that? What's that song? Uh, I think that's y'all ready for this? So horrific. I also straight from shitty, terrible gay bars to <laughs> Madison Square Garden. I did some uh, directly. I did some other uh, summer activities while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably. I mean, Fourth of July, James Taylor concert. With fireworks to follow was mm-hmm. probably the number one. How long do the kids last? Uh, they made it through, but oh boy, what, that show just kept that concert just kept going on sure. and on and on. Yeah, but I mean, you know, 
you know what you're in for. If he starts when the sun is high in the sky, you know what you're in for. They also immediately started crying when the fireworks started because oh, they were not prepared for the amount of intensity that is fireworks. They sure. both got over it pretty soon because they were wonderful fireworks. The fireworks I saw this year uh, were really great. There was a a a commercial drone flying around them. Some guy had a drone and was drone filming them, I guess. Yeah. I wanted to get shot down so fucking bad. <laughs> I was so fixed. I couldn't think about America or the, you know, majesty. All she stands for. Yeah, sure. Amber waves of grain. I just wanted to see this fucking drone get wailed out of the sky by a firework so bad. Oh, I wanted it so bad. Well, I, you'll be glad to know that one of my summer boy activities at, so, mm. uh, uh, a uh, longtime Jordan Jesse Go listener supporter, a friend of mine named Jenny, uh-huh. has this estate in the Berkshires. She and her husband do. And it is like a full, like, full on, like, this is, it's like big enough that there's like six pieces of heavy equipment yeah. on site uh-huh. that just belong to the place. Big TVs. Excavators. Oh, I see. Talking about excavators, box I was, trucks, I was thinking like Blu-ray a, like players. A, yeah, like a multi-CD changer. <laughs> so big, gorgeous. Big, That's how you know you've made it. Yeah. Six discs. Six discs. Big, gorgeous place. And they host all these friends and family for the 4th of July holiday. It was really fun. And her husband is named Dan, and he is a CEO of a major corporation. And he has the most... Uh, Jenny is like cooking for 15 people, a wonderful cook, cooking for these 15 people that are staying at her house. It's like seven generations of every friend of theirs and these lovely children. That was very disconcerting. Mm -hmm. All of the children at this event, ranging from six to 15, were thoughtful and polite the entire time. Mm. That's what they do. It was very weird. There was a teenager. We were talking about Archie comics the other day. Mm -hmm. There was a teenager that I think could not have been closer to my mind's eye if I were to picture a contemporary version of Teenage Dave Holmes. Really? His book. Just uh, uh, handsome, self-possessed, disarmingly considerate, Mm -hmm. just like so pleasant to every member of their family. Uh... Strong opinions about musical theater. Great. All the teens had strong opinions of, about musical mm-hmm. theater. The One of the girl teens had just gotten back from musical camp. There was a big discussion about Lin-Manuel Miranda. You will be well, sure. shocked I mean, to hear. Obviously. Those are going on in every household in America right now. But this young man could not have been – like I was trying to goad him mm-hmm. because I was so upset – that any teenager would be this polite and considerate and present, like to their parents, to their relatives, to strangers. I'm a stranger to this 15-year-old. But you know what? Like people raise their children differently now. Your kids are going to be different. You think they're going to be nice? Yes, I do. I think they're going to be nice. I think it's easier to be nice when you have parents who are a little more like solicitous of what you – like who you are as you grow. Really? And not just like, you got to be like this, you got to be like that. That's what teenage frustration is all about. You're like, you don't understand me. I want to try things. I want to spread my wings. And you're not letting me. If you let them, then it's like, yeah, they're probably nice. They're probably nice. Well, anyway, this kid was reading. He was just, there was just a moment before we left where he was just splayed out on a couch, just languorously, mm-hmm. handsomely. I love this kid. 
reading an Archie comic. Yes. Uh, there you go. Those are fascinating. Like, there, there you go. But Dave, anyway. You, but Dave, do you know anything about Archie comics or have any idea as to who who is the contemporary reader of Archie comics? I guess we've got one category, which is well-behaved smart teens who are going places. Riley um, Smurl. From mm-hmm. uh, the the uh, McElroy affiliated Max Fun podcast, still buffering, apparently uh, is a, a world class expert on Archie comics. When this came up on the show a couple of weeks ago, I got a number of tweets that I should be talking to Riley Smurl about this. I'll be damned. Okay, okay. I don't. I don't think that there is a single community. Mm-hmm. That gravitates toward them. Mm-hmm. I think there are a few people in every community. Mm. You know, it's it's like, like trains. the Booker, the, ba- the Baker, and the Candlestick Maker. Exactly. So the next it's, time I'm at a the you Booker, know. by the way, is the word I said instead of butcher. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Uh, uh, no, I think it's just it's one of those it's one of those things that cuts across. It's like true crime shows. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, the, like sure. a few people in every community and every demographic. I just people kind of gravitate. So maybe the it. next time there's a, you know, I'm at a dinner party or just you know like at a, you know, at a bar with some friends and some friends of friends. Yeah. And there's a lull in conversation. I'm like, okay, which one of you guys likes Archie comics? Sure. And one person will raise their hand. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're if you right. are at a dinner party of a hundred. Okay. Yeah. I also went shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, gun, gun shooting? Yes. Yeah, so Dan Skeet shooting. Dan, the husband of this family, fleek shooting. As I mentioned, is the CEO of a major American corporation, and you can tell right away. Like he peep shooting. Like he throw up a marshmallow peep. He blasts it out of the air. He stands at all times, like he's about to do Krav Maga, uh-huh. but also might put his arm around your shoulder and really help you with some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, because he's a major CEO of a major corporation, he was just there for two days of the five days that we were there just for a weekend. Um, and this was just like, I just heard through the grapevine when we got there, uh, Jenny said to me, uh, Dan wants to know if you've ever shot a gun. And I was like, whoa, that is not the first question I was expecting upon arriving at a friend's country home. You're assuming yeah, you're in for a be. most dangerous game or yes. a hard target. Exactly. Exactly. But instead, mm. they had a uh, they had a skeet shooting mm-hmm. area. Mm. Jeep uh, shooting. Jeep shooting. Uh, with yeah. towers that shoot pigeons, clay pigeons out of them. Yep. And you then a pull. They go. Yep. They go. And then a target shooting area with a, for handguns. Mm. And I shot both handguns. And uh, skeets, mm-hmm. and uh, it was okay. You sh- did you hit anything? I hit a lot of things at the at the handgun. I did not hit any pigeons, uh, mm-hmm. pigeons. But I actually did pretty good at the handgun. I I shot the thing every time. You mean Great. the sheriff? Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't miss <laughs> one <laughs> key. Yeah, oh God, you get Can't double get points that. if you hit that goddamn deputy. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah, skeet shooting is kind of fun. Uh, I hate guns. The, I hate them. The uh, the shooting range there, uh, they call it, um, uh, they're chosen people. Uh, they call it uh, DFWTJ. They're like, I'm going up to, I'm taking Jesse, I'm taking Jesse up to DFW, DFWTJ. Uh, DFWTJ stands for Don't Fuck With The Jews. Oh, boy. Uh, which I like a lot. Sure. That is a piece of business that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the idea that there is uh, an Israeli self-defense camp on campus. 
Right. Like they're ready to, they have a personal shooting range just in case anybody, yeah. Wow. Hmm. Good thing they're white. Fun. <laughs> right? Yeah. So they're not going <laughs> to. Like any heavily fortified encampment really benefits from the people sure. being white. And also having have ticket found. stubs to a James Taylor concert. Yeah. Yes. Ready to produce. Yes. In case the government comes in. It's like, wait, we've been to see James Taylor recently. Yeah. Oof. Would you like to fish for rainbow trout? <laughs> uh, Dave. Yes. You're a guy who I think of as taking full advantage of summertime. I think so. Uh, would, would, do you have any summer boy shit planned or in your recent past? Uh, yeah. I managed to uh, run around New York City on Pride Weekend like a, uh, like a teenager. Oh, great. Oh, that sounds fucking fun. Um, and then, and then, but now it's like sort of book tour season. Okay. But then I think toward the end of the summer, we're going to do, we're going to do like Provincetown or Fire Island or mm. something. I'm going to splash out. Just something gay. Something real fucking summery <laughs> Just and going gay. on a real on, summer vacation. Short shorts. Just get the fuck after it. That Ooh, sounds boy. fun. That's Doesn't that great. sound fun? That's if you, great. Uh, if you go to Fire Island, I imagine you got, uh, some kind of local entertainment going on. Some kind of uh, what do you mean? I just feel like there's uh, there's like a club for old gay guys where oh, the no. the weather girls are playing. Uh, no, that's called Fire Island. Okay. That's just what <laughs> it, it all sure. is, and it's and it's everybody. It's young and old and black and white, and and it's just it's just fucking crazy. And I love there's it. like a pl- there's like a summer stock production that stars Rip Taylor. There's a, uh, there's a local theater. Yeah, and that's generally the caliber. Um, but it's yeah, it's great. There are a couple little towns that are just like fully, you know, you're just in like gay heaven. And it's fun. Uh, it's really really nice. I'm not the hugest beach guy in the world, but I will make an exception for those kinds of communities. You don't like a beach? I don't dislike got, a beach. You have a beach I don't pod, just Dave. Go to a Dave. Beach. You've got a beach pod. Oh, thanks. But I mean, I would never, I would never in a million years go to like Venice Beach and hang out. What would you prefer? Uh, beach visit or chillin' poolside? Oh, poolside. Yeah, hundred percent. I kind of like chillin' poolside too. Yeah, hundred percent. It's kind of like a. You know, every time I... It's yours. Yeah. Or, it, or it's your friend's or whatever, and then every, by I feel default, like yours. This, right, yeah. Well, time, every time I'm, like, uh, you know, staying in a hotel recently, I'm like, oh, boy, I got to make some time for chilling poolside. You got to chill poolside. <laughs> love to do a little reading. Yeah. Yeah. It's, That's what I want to do at the beach, too. My wife thinks it's so weird. What? Just read? got no interest in doing anything at the beach other than reading. What is there to do that is not that? Gazing. Boring. Body surfing. No. Grabbing a seagull out of the air? <laughs> is that what you do at the beach? Well, I mean, because what, there's yeah. like, there's, I've, I see people playing a thing with a ball and paddles. Oh, yeah, that like paddle thing with a little, with a little like ping pong ball type deal? Yeah. No. No. And the, the wooden paddles like and the two, little oh, ping right. pong ball type oh, okay. deal? Okay, I, th- I thought that you were describing the thing with the ball and the, the elastic. No, not boing, Which you can boing, do anyway. Boing, boing, yeah. Boing. Yeah. That's a hard rubber ball. That is a hard rubber ball. I'm talking about the beach paddle thing. Uh, yes, I guess it's that then. I'd like to do the one with the the little thing that's like a hand-sized lacrosse stick. Yeah. With the little basket and you'll... Yep. Yeah. A little highlight type of a deal? I'll do it. I'll do any beach ball World's game. fastest game highlight? Except for mm-hmm. tackle football. I don't want to get tackled. Yeah. I don't... I have no need to get tackled. Nope. Like, I'm an adult man. I like sports, mm-hmm. which, Dave, you don't like sports, right? Not a ton. I mean, you like athletic activities, but sure. you don't like sports. Yeah, I don't follow sports. So, like, I like sports. I would love to play flag football with you. I don't need to play tackle football. No, you don't. I don't... 
there's no reason for me to do that. That Here's hurts. A good, can I tell you some good news? Meh? Yeah. Can I tell you what is the easiest thing to avoid in adulthood? What's that? Getting tackled. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't want to get tackled, guess what? Just don't put your you hands up to. and try and catch the pass. Don't mm. get yourself involved in that game. No one's ever going to make you. And, no, and in your workplace, no one's ever going to tackle you. <laughs> it's just you not lot, Yeah, it seems like this is something that's come up and it's sticking in your You've craw. never been invited to play a tackle football game at the beach? No. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess as either. a kid, but not in adulthood. No. I feel like five times I've been invited to play a tackle oh, football game at the beach. I don't know if I'm just going to the beach with too many jocks. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you guys know you about and, my jock you lifestyle. You Roscoe, Moose. Wall-to-wall jocks in my life, Dave. <laughs> Goober. You hang out at gym. Wall-to-wall. Yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> what, it's a okay, rough and tumble I, crowd. I am fascinated by gym, G-Y-M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in West Hollywood. That is correct. Uh, There's also one in New York. D- I, I, is it a jock-themed gay bar? It is a sports-themed gay bar. Okay. And there are, I mean, yeah, there are, like, gay guys who love sports. There are also gay guys who love to tell you how much they love sports because uh-huh. they're, like, desperate to convince you that they're a different kind of gay person <laughs> than they are. Because they're having an identity crisis. They're having an identity crisis. And some people just genuinely love it, and you can tell who those are because they never talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but it, it's also, it seems like every time I go... Um, and I like it because there's like a there's a patio and it's it's good people watching and whatever. Yeah. Like a uh, but there's almost always like a softball league or a kickball league or a dodgeball league or something, and they've just had a game and they all go to gym. So right. it's like yeah, it's like where you go if you're in some kind of a league that requires you to wear long socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I, where you all have to go drink somewhere in matching t-shirts. Yes. Uh, growing exactly up in right. my neighborhood in San Francisco, I felt like I was constantly being menaced. Uh, by roving gay softball teams. Is that true? Uh, just super athletic uh, gay guys who looked like uh, who looked like uh, sportsmen of 1974 to six. Yeah, uh, just like uh, short shorts, a lot of uh, a lot of medium build mus- muscles. Great and mustaches. Oh. Just like thirty-six year old to thirty-nine year old, this is ath- super so up my alley. Dude. <laughs> that I'm looking at, just I, wandering no, my summer around. Thing is is just wandering San Francisco looking for dodgeball and baseball and softball teams. Dave, That's all I'm going to do. How are the apps at gym? Uh, they have apps. They don't have apps. Really? Nope. No, what? Not a single app. Nope. Oh, how are the wings? Uh, no wings. Really? No food. Mm. Huh. No Why food would in you? I don't understand what a sports bar is that does not have wings. I doesn't guess. have a kitchen. There's nothing I can do about it. Huh. But, uh, can but you they order do, they wings? They have Michelob in? Ultra in the bottle. Oh, well. Very okay. popular All right. choice. All right. <laughs> I'm back on board. Yeah. I'll bring my own wings. Perfect. I'll bring a pocket full of hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> that was, but that, by the way, probably my favorite Spin Doctors album. Pocket <laughs> full of hot wings. Yeah. Mm. It was the one after the hit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they still had it. It was their Zingala Maduni. Uh, Dave, oh, you, good grab. <laughs> Dave, you. You, uh, you mentioned book tour. Yes. Uh, do you have to do or go anywhere weird for that? No, not really. Um, and I, so far, like the first couple of weeks are mm-hmm. kind of the ones that the publisher sets up for you. Um, and so it's just been New York, D.C., going to my hometown of St. Louis hey, uh, yeah. next week, and then Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, on July 13th, if you happen to be in the area. Yeah. St. Louis is July 11th. I don't know when this goes up. Uh, Dave, then, also going to be on Bullseye uh, in I, the yes. coming weeks? Yes, I am. Yeah. And uh, and at midnight? And at midnight. Doing both y'all shows. Sure. 
I've read. I want. I'm gonna. And throw thank you for in... considering at midnight my show because I think a lot of I people it, see it is yeah. your show. A lot see of people it is Chris's show. Yeah, see it in their like Lennon DVR and Garant's show uh-huh. as at midnight with Chris Hardwick. Yeah, yeah. but Not I me. think those in the know. Yeah. Know that it's at midnight. Brought to you by Jordan Morris. That's exactly exactly correct. <laughs> That's exactly correct. Um, I want to throw in an endorsement here. Yes, I I've only read the first half of Dave's book so far because I. Basically, I tore through the first half, then realized I'd better save it until closer to when I was interviewing him so I did not forget the content of the book. And it's a a week yet from when we're recording this that I'm going to be interviewing Dave about the book. But um, I was so happy to find that Dave is as charming and funny and fascinating in print as he is uh, on the microphone, as you've heard. And I just have really been enjoying the shit out of it. Thanks. And I read a lot of... uh, uh, I read a lot of entertainers' memoirs of yeah. various stripes, and uh, I would be giving it faint praise if I did not actually think it was good. Uh, but yeah, Dave can really Thanks. Dave can really write. Like Thank Dave you very is much. a real writer and uh, and very charming and funny Thank to you boot much. in prose. Thanks so a lot. I appreciate. I recommend it. this book to people. Thanks. Thanks. In case Listen people are man. worried, it's some cash-in book where no. Dave's just cashing in on I'm his international waters fame. No. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my mild uh, to moderate uh, podcast and uh, and talking head show fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. I I am not able to rest on my lawyers. Lo- lo- my lawyers, dear <laughs> my laurels, dear frequent never not funny guest Dave Holmes. I am an editor. Yeah, we have one million dollars <laughs> with your name on yeah. it. Swimming at Scrooge McDuck style. Uh, no, no, you gotta. Yeah, but it is a, it is a delightful, delightful book. Thank you so very much. You have you uh, you did something with our pal Linda Holmes. I did from the pop culture. Did Happy that was Hour in DC. Podcast. I did uh, my New York event. The night the book came out was uh, was with Craig Finn from the Hold Study. Who that's not bad. Like one of my top favorite people in the world. Sure, sounds like and a like, constructive summer you're having, Dave. That's right. Goddamn right, we're going to build something this summer. <laughs> yeah, uh, we and he's great. He he's like a former creative writing teacher. So yeah. like he knows his stuff and like it was it was great. We had a lovely dinner and then this great event. And it was it was awesome. Uh, in St. Louis, it'll be uh, Steve Potter from uh, uh, KWMU. I don't know if you're familiar with that station. It's an NPR station, I believe. Can you put in a good word? Yes, mm. I absolutely will. And then, uh, and then at Book Soup, I'll be with Frangela. Oh, which is great. It's fun to have somebody to like... a little talking head reunion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I've known them since the dawn of time. Oh, they wow. They were my teachers at Second City back in the day. Oh, that's Wait, cool. Wait, as a yeah. team? No. Oh, okay. As... Wait. As... Oh, as a team? No. Well, yeah, there were some things that they did together. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, and then I like to that, imagine that they live in an apartment together. And they don't, but they go, might like as go well. to the juice bar together, and each of them drinks a juice next to each other. That, that's you're not far off from the truth. Okay. Um, and then after that, I will probably set some up, but it's kind of it's it, it's up to me then to do that. Let's just, unless it becomes like a this super blockbuster or whatever, but I would like to start. You know, I mean, I bet somebody could get, like get at Dave Holmes on Twitter if they wanted to set up if they wanted to set up come to your bookstore. I'm not going to say no. I mean, look, so we got we got connections in the publishing industry. It's I mostly just Bucky Sinister, <laughs> uh, but you know, Bucky Sinister knows how to set some shit up in San Francisco. Sure, people get you at Lit Litquake. Great, go do go 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 do Litquake. I would I would love to. I would love to. Who works? Yeah, in- we'll see. Powell's Books. Yeah, I would love to get to Powell's Books. I would love to get to City Lights. I would love to uh, 
the get to Roscoe books if we in don't uh, have Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Roscoe's chicken <laughs> waffles. If we don't have at least one listener who works at each of those places except Roscoe's chicken and waffles, <laughs> just being realistic here. Yeah. If we don't have at least one of those a listener who works at at least one of those who works at every one of those places, we should have at least one listener. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Fucking put in a good word for Dave Holmes. That'd you know nice. the guy who does the events. Yeah. You know him or her. Come on, Art from yeah, Ground Control. Get this together. Yeah. Get your fucking act together, America. Bring in Dave Holmes to charm the pants off your clientele. Mm-hmm. Great. I love this. I Are love you concerned that your clientele has too many pants on? <laughs> well, Dave can help. Get them off the fun way. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan yeah. I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. Together, we make up the Max Fun podcast, Lady to Lady. Each week, we welcome a kick-ass lady guest. We talk about our lives, our dreams, and the terrible decisions we've made that still haunt us. Mm-hmm. We've had on great comedians like Aisha Tyler and Margaret Tro, plus screenwriters, doctors, authors, you know, anyone who's willing to be as open as we are. It's all a lot of fun. That's us, Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, talk shit, get hit. Ooh, I'm Dave Holmes. Uh, uh, Goose, Lucy Goosey. Oh, Lucy Goosey Holmes. Oh, Lucy Goosey Dave Holmes. Wait, Jordan, what was that name you made up earlier? Talk shit, get hit. No, that name that you made up earlier. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Duke Goobler. (laughs) Duke Goobler. (laughs) Macklemore's friend. I will send a box of so much shit to whoever gets a Duke Goobler custom license plate. <laughs> How did you spell that? D U K E G G B L R. What if somebody already has it? D-U-K-E-G-B-L-R. D-U-K-G-B-L-R. That's for seven. Yeah. Uh, or D U K G U B L R. Which rough? That's it's tough. tough. Also, that could be someone's name. It's like not not a name. Well, it's, it's not a his, name. It's, it's not, not his name. Given There's a lot of name. people in this world. His name's Ernest Goobler, but they call him the Duke. You can call because he looks Duke, like right? Duke Snyder. <laughs> right. Um, okay, look. When something momentous happens to you, we have you call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun for our segment momentous occasions. Hey, I had a momentous occasion on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, on. Uh, uh, the airline JetBlue. Mm-hmm. You want to know what brand of uh, milk they use? And when I say milk, I'm just talking about milk. Yeah. Hershey's brand milk. Oh, wow. Just not chocolate milk. Just, just regular old milk. regular milk, Hershey's brand milk. Uh, and on the back of Hershey's brand milk, there are serving suggestions. <laughs> suggestions you serve it with Hershey syrup. Uh, well, one of them is using hot chocolate uh, to make it richer. Mm. Sure. Which is true. It but will. there are a lot of things to do with milk before you get there. Yeah. Or have a – serving suggestions. Pour in glass. Yeah. What Are you just drinking milk on a plane? No. I just saw the milk carton when I went to the okay. bathroom. There's they a milk carton. They have that little bar there. set up. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. So JetBlue has the little like, fun drinks. Zone. Yeah. yeah. There's just a Hershey's brand milk. Yeah, it seems like there's that uh Serving suggestions? 
If you don't know what to do with milk in 2016, <laughs> we got it. We and got you're it. not from mainland China where everyone is lactose intolerant, then come on. Yeah. I, I was also on JetBlue uh, to and from the East Coast, and I watched uh, uh, on the way out uh, three or four episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 on the Pop Channel. This wow. Is, uh, these, are, these are classics or are these the are the reboot? Okay. Classics. Reboot is garbage and you know it. Uh, I don't know it, Dave. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. The classic is also garbage. (laughs) Yeah, but it's delicious garbage. Okay. Uh, But one of them was about it was about uh, racial about my friend Rachel Tension. (laughs) Uh, Racial Tension. Uh, Didn't she co-host a show with Jimmy Pardo at one point on the Game Show Network? That was a tough one. Um, they, uh, they, there was a thing, it was, it must've been after the riots because it, there was something about like, there's a team from the, from like Compton or whatever mm-hmm. that was going to play Beverly Hills, sure. uh, in football, but people were afraid because of the gangs and whatever, but Brandon Walsh mm. brought them together somehow. And I don't really remember how, uh, but David Lasher, uh, who like, he is said as though that meant something you would know, us. you would know the face if you saw the face. Okay. Um, and you have computers in your fucking hands. So That's, look up no, David Lasher. It's, it's right. Okay. Um, Everyone look up He was up on Lasher. like Sabrina the Teenage Witch or whatever. <laughs> anyway, he was in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the football players in the episode. Yeah. And he was on my flight. Whoa. Yeah. Lasher Convergence. Yeah. It means something. There I was don't a, know what. <laughs> it and does, yeah. I don't feel like figuring it out. There's a monsoon coming. Something. Yeah. There was a man on my flight who was so huge that I was trying to figure out who he reminded me of. Yeah. And I realized that it was the guy who played Bluto in the Popeye movies. Oh, wow. He was him or he reminded you of him? He did no, not die. No, he reminded of... me of that guy. Like he was probably 6'8 mm-hmm. and huge all in every, not fat at all. Although probably a little overweight, but no, no, like, oh, no, like, roly poliness. Mm-hmm. Just monster man. Just a, uh, just, just a, a biggin. He mm-hmm. stood up, and he, you know, he's wearing like, uh, he was wearing like, uh, uh, you know, one of those kind of camo trucker hats and a, you know, Cabela's hunting camo sure. shirt. Yeah, and. Right. I just don't think I've ever seen anyone that physically imposing in real life in my entire life who looked like he looked like uh he looked like a guy who would be like in a movie like The Natural. Yeah. Where somebody would somebody would the hero, the protagonist would be pitching for a like a corn town semi pro team. Yeah. And then there, like a murmur would come through the stadium and then this giant man would stride to the plate. Sure. Like a – not like an exercise type of giant, just a monster human. That guy was on my that flight. Guy. Okay. Where was he going? Was he going to L.A. or was he going – He was going to L.A. from Boston. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know which one of these that guy lived in. Hmm. He's probably just coming over to L.A. to do some bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Here, there's some, a lot of artsy find types. Some, yeah, find yeah. some soft soft boys. You got to branch out. Yeah, push them in the mud. He's probably just headed to gym to watch the Red Sox game. Listen, we don't know. Let's take our first call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. Uh, this is Dave calling from the south side of Indianapolis. I was hold on. Pause this. Checking. So you know how I hate being lied to on these calls. Mm-hmm. Dave is sitting right here. Oh, boy. You're not going to tell me that you're Dave calling into our fucking no, no, no. show. Let me explain what's going on here. Let me Dave explain what's going is on here. fucking three feet away no, from me. He's got an this explanation. Southside Indianapolis, Dave. Oh. That's not me. You're Hollywood Dave. I'm clearly right here. <laughs> Hollywood Dave Holmes. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. 
Those so let's, let's continue. Dave's let's continue. Got it. I was, Can you pause this for a second, check. Christian? Southside Indianapolis, Dave? Is that what she said? Oh, I thought you were trying to call me that, but I don't answer to that because I am Hollywood Dave. Got it. Okay, so here's my question. Can I ask you a question about Southside Indianapolis, Dave? I'm not going to be able to answer it. He hosted DVD on TV. No. Nope. No? That was me. That was me. That was me. That was me. Okay, so what did Indianapolis Dave host? Uh, I don't think that he hosts anything. He does uh, He does cars. He does cars. He does... He sells... He does, he sells or does cars. It's true. I think John Lasseter did cars. No, 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 not the movie. It's just like the actual thing. The, I think he you, works. You on know what a car. car is, right? Do you know what a car is? Yeah, it's like one of the like little cabins on a train. No, it's a yeah. Each one is called a car. So there's a. Box I feel, you know, here I think I can fix this. I think I can fix this. Jesse, yeah. that guy was lying about his name. <laughs> Thank you so much. Finally, someone yeah, that guy was just lying. He's being his name. straight with me. No, I don't mean that in a rude way, it. David. It. It's not hate speech. Right? Finally, it. someone is being a, a, an honest person with me. Thank you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I just... So let's just go through this call knowing that maybe that guy had a good reason to lie about his name. Maybe he's on the run or something. Let's not assume he's you know dishonest and let's just I like hear a, what he has to say. I like yeah. a straight shooter. I like a straight shooter and that's how I vote. Go ahead, Christian. I was checking out, and the lady in front of me, she's like 70 years old, looks like a sweet little old lady. She left her purse sitting on the belt with the groceries and right on the edge of it. And then when they started the belt up to move my groceries forward, her purse falls all over the floor and spills open. She bends over, picks it up, and says, son of a bitch, that's the third time that's happened to me today. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Wow. Yeah, I'm fucking back on board with Dave. Yeah, Even yeah. though he was bullshitting me about his name, that is golden. You got to latch that purse. You got to latch that purse, and you got to keep it on your person. Son that's of why, a. That's why you get a nice sure. long. Son of a. You get a nice long strap. Son it. of a bitch. That's what she said. Son of a bitch is a good swear. I think it's maybe something that we've we've abandoned a little bit culturally, but it's yeah. good. Has a has a nice. Son of a- that's yeah, a nice lilt. Yeah, it does. It's fun. It's fun to say. It's okay, let's let's take one. Let's feels take good in the mouth. Let's take one more, Chrissy. Chris. Hey, Jordan and Jesse and guests. I just had a vasectomy, and they let me listen to headphones, and so I listened to you guys. So that was pretty fun. I'm still a little groggy. I just got out of the room. So I wanted to tell you guys right away. Get them, get them, get them. Bye-bye. Yeah, sniff them well, balls. I mean, yeah. yeah. The story fun. about being sedated for sure checks out. <laughs> <laughs> How could you tell? <laughs> Might be playing it up a tiny bit, but I do get a, I get a genuine sedation vibe. Okay. Well, you're very guy. you're very perceptive. I might not yeah. have been able to pick up on it. I'm yeah, not yeah, quite yeah. as uh, observant as you yeah, are. Yeah, but yeah. Well. There, was, there were subtle verbal cues. Anyway. Have uh, fun, yeah, uh, blast you. inside your partner. Yeah, I uh, I'll make no babies, and that's mm-mm. fine. Get in there. There's plenty of us here. When uh, I had my appendix out, they gave me some of that. What they de- termed as that that good stuff that they gave Michael Jackson. I said Ooh. the stuff he died from. The good but stuff. Anyway, we've that discussed kills our legends. We've yeah. discussed that on the show, but uh, uh, they they just it's an outpatient procedure. They just put you in this recovery room, uh-huh. but they've really given you some fucking shit. 
And there was a period where uh, I only figured this out maybe an hour later talking with my wife, Teresa, because she was there at the time, yeah. where the nurse was asking me questions and I thought I had, was answering them, but I wasn't saying anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I was certain that I had responded to her questions. <laughs> and I had literally just sat there looking at her. <laughs> wow. I get it. Yeah. That's I get how, it. And that's how Michael Jackson died. That's how Michael <laughs> Jackson died. Okay. If we you have, have to imagine him happy. He thought he, the paramedics were ask, asking him, do you want us to resuscitate you? And yeah. he thought he was saying, yes, please do. Uh-huh. But he yeah. wasn't saying anything. Uh, yeah, exactly. May poor, he, poor man. May he rest in peace. R.I.P. Is this is this how we want to end this one? No, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and then we'll do an ending thing. It doesn't mention the death of more. a legend. Okay. Okay, yeah, cool. legendary, that'd be great. That'd be popular great. music figure. That'd be great. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Dave Holmes, tambourine player. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just riffing. Yeah, no, it's just, good. I'm you don't let them out as one. they come you to me. You could be Hollywood Dave Holmes if you want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay, that's yeah, hey, you know thanks. that's reasonable. It's a bad name. It's it's a rough name. It's, uh, yeah, ta- don't be that. Ta- 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 tambourine. What's that? That's Dave. Is that my theme music tambourine. now? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, was that me? Were you doing me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even recognize what was that. What was that guy called? Gooch McGuppin? Uh, Duke Goobler. It was Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler, yeah. Duke what now? Duke Goobler. Duke Goobler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to stress, if anyone thinks I'm doing a bit, I'm not. I keep forgetting what it is, being mad that I can't mm-hmm. remember what it is because I liked it so much. Mm-hmm. And then every time you say it, it's newly surprising oh, good. to me. Yeah. That's Macklemore's friend. <laughs> it gets me Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's friend. Like, yeah. Ryan Lewis is his friend. <laughs> yeah, they're friends. You get to bring a plus one. Yeah. <laughs> Macklemore and uh, his friend, yeah. Ryan Lewis. <laughs> Roommate. Yeah. <laughs> Why long time, we... He's a longtime companion, Ryan yeah. Lewis. Why are we just listing things that a mom who was uncomfortable with her son's homosexuality would call her <laughs> son's think, partner? I think we are all uncomfortable with Macklemore in the exact <laughs> <Yeah>. picture. <laughs> As an old Catholic mom would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, just to recap this week's program, uh, Dave Holmes has been our guest. His new Mills. book is called Party of One. It's a real delight. It's in stores now. Thank you. You know, uh, you can even get it from websites. You can. Mm-hmm. If Amazon, you don't live near a... Com. Sure. If you live near uh, the Strand, 5,000 miles of books store in New York City, California, go there and buy it. Sure. You know, bring some greenbacks and see what mm-hmm. you can do. Uh, but if let's... Not, if you're, if you're in to Bora you. Bora... Mm-hmm. And all you got is your wired web connection. Mm-hmm. Type in Dave Holmes' book and s- see if you can get that thing <laughs> flown out there. I bet you can. I think you I can bet probably. You can. It's an easy Google. Yeah. yeah. It's real easy. Just get can, yeah. party, of, party of one. Party of one. 
starring Dave Holmes. Written by, but (laughs) yeah, it's fine. Similar. South Indianapolis, Indiana. Incorrect. Incorrect. He he picks up ladies of dinner at our house. Mm -hmm. Nope. No. Nope. Oh boy. None of this. Dinner and a movie on TBS with David Holmes. Nope. Best known as Frangela from VH1's Best Week Ever. Nope. We are friends, and they will be there at Book Soup. You might be on propofol right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Michael Jackson shit. That's a shit. good Michael Jackson shit. Cool boy. Got to get some of that Michael so Jackson that's shit. that's July 11th in Los Angeles. July 11th in St. Louis, July 13th in uh, Los Angeles. So get on, get on that, people. Don't fuck this up for yourself. Oh, I guess why would you? To you. Uh, Christian Duenas has been on the board this week. Of course, you know him uh, by his... Uh, is is always on the tip of the tongue nickname Chrissy Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, of course, in London, England, produced this week's program. Mm. Uh, we're going to be at Max FunCon East, so cop those ducats now. Um, I'm going on Judge John Hodgman tour, MaximumFun.org, for all those dates. If you live in the Northeast or London, England, where I'm also bringing Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Dave's going to be there doing international waters. Yes. Uh, Maximumfun.reddit.com or the Facebook group MaximumFun.org on Facebook are great places to talk about this show. Or on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. That's all. That's all the things we have to say in the show. We've said them all. Yep. What was it? What was that guy called? I don't know. I've forgotten. I think, I, I think Dave, this is exactly the Dave way to play from, it. I think it's Dave from Indiana. I think this is exactly the way to play it, yeah. Jordan. That's the I funny name we thought I can't of. take another round of No, I, uh, no, no. You shouldn't have to. You no. shouldn't have to. Get that Garaba, get that Garaba t-shirt mm-hmm. at uh, maxfunstore.com. We'll talk to you next time. This is your last week. Time is running out. Yeah, they're gone. Uh, maxfunstore.com. We'll talk to you next time. My Jordan Jesse Go. Thank you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.